Welcome to the Restored and Remarried podcast with Gil and Brenda Stewart. Gil and Brenda are internationally known marriage experts who specialize in remarriage and the step family. The Stewarts offer valuable principles that can improve your relationship satisfaction with the love of your life. Here they are, coach and counselors, authors and speakers, Gil and Brenda Stewart. Well, hello, everyone. We are back uh, again to talk to you. Uh, who are we again? Gil Restored and, and remarried. Gil and Brenda Stewart coming to you from our beautiful downtown Burbank <laughs> ghetto. Wrong state. Uh, let's see, where are we at here? Uh, but this really cool, if you watched our video, uh, ghetto studio. Yeah, look, and we're looking for a sponsor. Yeah, that literally, yeah, we're still looking for a sponsor. Anyhow, Gil and Brenda Stewart with Restored and Remarried, where we are here to encourage those that are in remarriages, marriages, and those long-standing, loving, goo-goo-eyed relationships, where we are here, obviously, to give you tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. So, Brenda... What are what are we going into today? Tell me a little bit more about this. This is going to be a fun one. It's uh, we're calling it Triple F Night. F as in Frank. F as in Frank. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know when we got married, and a lot of times when people get remarried, they're just have they're thrilled to start a new life, a new love, and all that. And sometimes if we bring kids into the relationship, they may not be feeling it. No, they're not thrilled at all. Matter yeah. of fact, they could be quite frankly the opposites. And so to try to build some uh, good times, good memory into uh, the relationship. We're going to talk to you about that today. Yeah, because, I mean, we we know it's going to be okay, and we're excited, and they're kind of like, who are these strangers in the house? Who is this person I have to share the bathroom with? And I have no history with them. I don't know. And do they leave the seat up or down or boys and girls? I mean, it's very complicated. There are new faces and those new faces sometimes have new habits Mm -hmm. and those new habits could be driving me crazy Mm -hmm. or you crazy because they're your kids or they're my kids or they're our kids. There's all kinds of issues going on and how we kind of circumvent those 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 layers. And it depends too on how old the kids are. Oh yeah. You know, when we get back together, when we're together, and we get you know kids that are maybe under ten, the bonding process might be a little bit easier because you're doing more life with them. You know, in and out of the house and running to sports events and music events and all that and. You know, out of our seven kids, we had five in our home and two were already out. And it was really a lot harder to connect with your two older boys just because we didn't do life together. They were already out doing their life. Yeah, they had already launched in a lot of ways, but they were still part of the family. Oh, absolutely. And as much as we wanted to have them included, it was harder to do so because of their schedules. And frankly, sometimes they just didn't want to connect. Yeah. Exactly. Which was really a bummer because we wanted to we wanted this family to happen, but we realized that there was going to be have we were going to have to do some things to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's how we came up with a triple F night, and the definition of that for those of you that don't know is forced family fun. So triple F nights grew out of forcing family fun time together where typically you would say to that 20-something or teenage-something or preteen-something who was like, I don't want to go. That's going to be boring. (laughs) That's stupid. That's stupid. (laughs) All that kind of stuff, which we kind of went, 
tough. You're coming anyway. So again, well, and a lot of times, if we did get pushed back, I think what's worked in a lot of families too, especially with teenagers, because you know, and that's a whole nother podcast. But you know, yeah. especially as teenagers, they're trying to, like you said earlier, launch feel their independence and the last thing they want to do is to be pulled back into the family to bond with people they don't really know yeah so we're, we're going again kind of against nature by by doing this but a lot of times if we would say you know who has a great idea to do something and then you know throw all the ideas in a hat and we'll pick out one and that's the one we'll do and especially with teenagers to give them enough time and notice because you know how crazy their schedules are say hey Two weeks from Friday night, we're gonna. It's gonna be a mandatory triple F night. Well, again, the kids didn't ask for this. Right. They did not ask for this new arrangement. However, it is what they are having to live with. And I even, you know, refreshing myself on their perspective on, hey, I, I'm still not quite sure who this lady is who's supposed to be my dad's wife, or who's this guy that's my wife's new husband. Uh, how do I bond with them? I didn't ask for this. This mm -hmm. is confusing. Mm -hmm. And so the ability to begin to promote bonding, to build memories, we have to have kind of a hidden agenda. <laughs> a little hidden agenda from those people, those children of ours who we truly love and sometimes truly wish they would just straighten up and fly <laughs> straight. But what did, Get what, with our program. Get with <laughs> our program. You know, we're, we're madly in love and having a great new time, but they're not so too excited about this. So promoting and bond, promoting bonding with our children at various ages, we got to get crafty. We really, we have to kind of think ahead of them. So yeah, I think the first one we did okay. until we figured out how to do all this, we actually went bowling because bowling is pretty safe. Right. Yeah, I mean, how, they can't throw a ball at you very easily. No, and, you've and, got and, witnesses. Yeah, you got witnesses, <laughs> and if they really are ticked off at you, and they go, "Hey, look at that," you know, they, they well, you now you get my eye drift, but you know, you might see it coming, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But that that that's a different kind of sport. The bowling I guess. is pretty. I think a pretty safe yeah. outing. You can usually have maybe hot dog or hamburger or something at the bowling alley. The idea. Once you have your agenda, at during the agenda is to have no agenda. Does that make sense? So it's an things... agenda without an agenda. Uh, explain. Well, it's like you might have this kind of set up in your head the direction you'd like it to go, but I think you know kids can sniff that out if you're trying to make people talk to each other or what. But during the bowling, I think it's fun to just be in the moment, relax, don't force anything. And you'll see, you know, some kids talking to other kids and, and just to let it go and not force it. Well, which I also like about bowling is it really is no respecter of age or accuracy. Because <laughs> yeah. if you really, I mean, who's going to be accurate at, you know, uh, 15, 5, 25, 35, you know, take it from there. But if you put the bumpers up. You know, oh, that yeah. really helps. That way everybody has a good I time like and we're not throwing the ball down the gutter. But even the five-year-old can engage with the 15-year-old and some amazing things take place just because they're sort of in the same space together. Yeah, I'll never forget one picture. It's just so clear in my head. Um, our daughter-in-law uh, worked at anthropology and was really, you know, coordinated how she dressed. And just yeah, she was a Fastanisha. So Fastanisha, yeah. <laughs> she still is. I love her. Yeah. And then uh, another part of the family, a girlfriend, was kind of the, um, she was tatted and kind of 
I don't know if you wouldn't call it grunge, but just a different vibe. Yeah. Totally. Lovely. I loved her. Yeah, the, beautiful, uh, but beautiful. Just, so I had this picture of both of these girls holding up their bowling balls yeah, across at, from each other. Yeah, yeah. Looking at me, and I snapped a picture. And it's like, wow, how? That's just the epitome of a step family. I mean, even our all of our seven kids are just all so totally different. Right, which person. which depicted in that picture, which we yeah. still cherish to this day. But they were unconsciously having fun while we were seeing our agenda materialize <laughs> before our eyes. They were actually connecting. And had they not been in that place together, that wouldn't have happened. No. That would not have happened. And out of that came some beautiful memories. But even moving forward, I mean, we had other opportunities as life has unfolded. I think back on one of the forced family fun events that I recall was when we took the kids camping down to the Oregon coast. Mm. And uh, my idea, and in my former, you know, first-time family, my kids all realized, because, you know, camping in the Northwest, you just, you know, it could be a beautiful sunny day, but you can plan on rain at the, you know, flip of the switch. It just happens that way here. And so... Here we were getting all set up. It was a beautiful afternoon, and I insisted that we put up a tarp over the uh, campsite for future events, <laughs> i.e. in the middle of the night, it was going to rain. How did I know this? I just know this. Did you plan that I just agenda? know this because <laughs> living in the Northwest, you just know it's going to rain, even on the fairest of fair days. Anyhow, so the, 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 there was fun going on. But at the same time, I said, hey, we got to get this chore done. And I remember your guys just went, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. How come this has to yeah, happen? Really pushing they back. were really pushing back. And I just kind of tried to bite my lips. My, my, my kiddos jumped in and said, okay, yeah, let's get this. We, they know the routine. So we did it. So that was it. We got the tarp up and we went about our business. And we're having a lot of fun. And, and the kids were enjoying the time. So fast forward to the middle of the night at about 3 a.m. in the morning. And we're all snug into the tent trailer where some of the kids are in a tent <laughs> with yeah. no top. Huh? <laughs> and sure enough, drip, 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 and crack goes the sun. And, the, and not the sun. No, there wasn't sun at that time of day. It was night. Uh, The crack went the lightning and lit up the sky like the sun. That's what I meant to say. And, of course, the rain started to pour down on everyone. At that stage in time, uh, the kids pulled the, the tent in a little bit more underneath the tarp and then profusely thanked me in the morning to say, thank you for doing that. Forced family fun was now entrenched. Yes, because we can still look back at that and laugh. Yeah. And there could even be times where um, it's not forced family fun. I remember we were eating dinner one one night and just, uh, you know, all of us, five kids and us around the table. And all of a sudden I looked up at the ceiling and oh, there was yeah. water dripping down. Out from of the, the water fixture. Yeah, the, uh, the fixture. Out of the, out of the light fixture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah out of and the then, crown. Yeah. And that's another great way. This isn't really a triple F night, but it's a great bonding idea. Is if you can have anything like a, a disaster. A forced crisis. <laughs> yes. We didn't a plan planned that. crisis. We didn't plan that one. But, but is it a bonding? Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. Everybody jumped into action, yeah. grabbed towels, squeegees, buckets, and everything. And somebody had the smarts to turn off the light so we didn't burn the house this down. Was good. This was good. But everybody <laughs> pulled together. Although it was a true crisis, 
uh, and every poll together. So if you're really having a difficult time bonding, create a false crisis. And it, it's amazing, folks. It pulls people together in, in amazing. And then it becomes a crazy memory that you all remember. Yeah. Remember when we saved the house from yeah. flooding? It was truly. And that was even before we coined the term triple F night, triple F night. But I remember just a couple Christmases ago, and granted, all of our kids are moved out now, and and I was so excited to have everybody here at Christmas, and I just could not wait. It's just, you know how that goes. You never know when you're going to have everybody together. So we had planned this like six months in advance, so I really want you guys all here. And they did. They yeah, did. and there was enough dessert there to feed the entire neighborhood. Well, I mean. yeah, the only thing is about, <laughs> it was probably about 8 o'clock in the evening, and we live up on a hill. And it started to snow. And we thought, oh, this is so pretty. It's snowing. And it kept snowing and snowing. And we're like, oh, isn't this great? And then it dawned on some of the kids, we got to get out of here because we got to go to work in the morning. I guess Christmas was on a Sunday that year. So everybody just started picking up their stuff as quickly as they could, grabbed all the Christmas gifts. I was throwing dessert at them as they were going out the front door because I didn't want it all. And they could not get out of our driveway, which is the hardest part of getting off of the hill. And, you know, all the boys were helping each other. And and it was just warmed my heart because I hated to see them go. But it was so cool seeing them all work together. And then one of our daughter-in-laws, who I didn't even, and she's from an intact family. I didn't think she got this whole step family thing, said, oh, this is just like a triple F night. And I, I almost cried because she gets it. Yeah, yeah, and she had been introduced at Triple F Nights years before. Yeah. And she remembered it. You know, I think back on the times on the hill here and, you know, where we've been, there was another time, you know, be before that, that snow, snow event where we were having a family photo. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, it was, you know, girlfriends and fiancés. And I don't think any of the kids were married yet. But we had another forced family fun thing where, you know, hey, we're all going to get a photo. And this was really a, a, kind of more of an agenda with an agenda to get people on the some pla- uh, all in the same place to get that picture. But there was one kid. And I think right now, as I reflect back on that, we were about year eight or nine into our, our remarriage. And this kid still still did not want to engage. So they chose to not show up. And the rest of the kids kind of, you know, played along with it. And I find it so interesting now because several more years went by and there was another family photo, which, uh, you know, came out of because we were all together for a memorial service. But uh, that that photo, all of the kids showed up, mm-hmm. wives, girlfriends, fiancés grandchildren. I mean, you know, our clan had grown, but this kiddo finally showed up after how many years? Mm -hmm. You know, we'd been together 12, 13 years almost before that picture was finally taken. And honestly, that was one of the sweetest times because even then when we were taking that picture, it was raining. (laughs) Yeah, that was another memory builder, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it was raining. It's always raining here in the Northwest. It doesn't matter what time of year you come, it's always raining. But in that case, we were having a blast. You know, the photographer was being covered with our neighbor running around trying to keep up with him with an umbrella. And we were all kind of, you know, getting a little wet. But the pictures, we were all smiling. But that was yet again a forced family fun time mm-hmm. of around gathering and bonding as a family. And, you know, that's what I think is so beautiful about this is that we don't have to be in a rush. 
Yeah. We don't have to be in a rush. We just have to develop and create places for relationship to take place. Mm-hmm. I like uh, I like a quote by a guy that we have uh, met years ago, and uh, Josh McDowell is his name, and he had a quote that really has stuck with us, and I, I would like to just kind of quote him on that, and, and, and the quote goes this way, rules without relationship promote rebellion. Re- relationship without rules actually promotes promiscuity. However, rules and relationship promotes effective parenting. And I, I just think, wow, if we can get roles, roles of, of relationship and, and, and rules, I mean, I mean, everybody has family rules, but those roles of becoming parents, step-parents, step-siblings, long, you know, long family connections, it, it takes time. Mm-hmm. And to to builds history and to expect that to happen in just a short time, mind you, I mean that that one big picture that took so long to take mm-hmm. took us, you know, literally almost thirteen or fourteen years, and when it took place, it was so sweet and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Now we've gotten more grandbabies to the picture, so we need to yeah. figure out some way to get them all together again. But I think bottom line is we're trying to build history through these triple F nights and. Yeah, especially around the holidays, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or even Mother's Day or Father's Day, um, to be able to launch off from those holidays as an excuse uh, to build memories. Yeah. I like what you said earlier, too, Brenda, is is that to engage the kids, um, especially if they're preteen or adults, uh, you, you can't expect a lot from from adult stepchildren. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all all of them are going to handle things differently from five, like I said, five, fifteen, twenty five, thirty five, especially if they have completely launched and have their own lives. Mm-hmm. However, to reduce that feeling of strangers in your own house. How can you engage them in something that's fun, a board game, a card game? Please don't talk about politics. That could really mess up the whole week. I mean, even in intact families, long-term families, politics sometimes can be really off off bounds. But I think, again, it's just creating that fun environment that people's defenses are down and you can actually build relationship around something positive. And if you're having a really hard time figuring out something positive – then, you know, Google positive activities, you know, who knows? I mean, something's out there. I mean, Google knows everything, right? (laughs) Well, another thing, too, that uh, I know we did an earlier podcast on expectations and unmet expectations. And I think sometimes, because we love each other so much and we love all the kids, we want them to have these incredible connections between each other. And it's okay if those don't happen. I mean, even two Christmases ago when we had all of our kids here, we had a great white elephant exchange. It was really fun. But even through the evening, you could kind of see, you know, the Stewart's kids were over here and the other kids were over here. And they love each other and they laugh, but they a lot of times kind of migrate back to their own family system. And you know what? That's okay. Right. right. As long as they're respectful to each other and we have different times of connection during the evening or during the holiday, 
Um, every time we would see, you know, side conversations going on between the step siblings, we just look at each other and go, yes, that's, that's a, a win. win. That's totally a win. <laughs> it's a big win. You know, and I think as you say that, Brenda, observing that, you know, the kids from the different different sets of siblings, the blood siblings, yeah, there there is still an affinity, especially mm-hmm. as they get older. Uh, the ability and the fact that they're even talking with one another that are step-siblings because as they grow up, they start their own lives. Mm-hmm. But it is these very foundational, rudimentary foundation of forced family fun that actually keeps them on you know, a positive note with one another, mm-hmm. let alone their step-siblings. Yeah, they do migrate to their own their own clan, so to say. But these early, early memories, if you can get those in place and foundational with your family and build that in, those are going to be things that will be building blocks for the future as they grow into adults and hopefully that they love and respect one another. Yeah, and it's never too late. If you oh, haven't no. done that and it just hasn't happened, it's never too late. So go bowling. Yeah. Go bowling. Go bowling. Go have your have your <laughs> have pictures taken in the rain. We could call in a snowstorm for you if you'd like, so you can <laughs> push your cars you out of the driveway. You know what? We would love to hear any of the Force Family Fun things you've put together. I mean, we would love it. So you can email us, uh, Brenda at RestoreToRemarry.com, or post something on our Facebook page or below this podcast. We love to have. Uh, uh, feedback and and love to interact with you guys. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest and EIEIO. Right, <laughs> what else right, is out there? I don't right. know. Again, um, I think too. You know, we're kind of getting into. Uh, I'm not quite sure how far along we are in, in the production of of the podcast, but we really do want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. You know, if there are questions, if there's feedback, and if it's if it's constructive feedback, please be kind. We're still kind of new and learning how to do this. But if there's certain topics that you would like addressed, uh, we would love to take that on. We're looking forward to uh, some interviews that will be shared here in the near future on various topics that we've uh, been able to connect with some people from around the country. So we're really excited about that, as well as just you know hearing from you guys uh, that are out there listening. Please share this, like this on Facebook, find us on Facebook at Restored and Remarried. Uh, we would just really appreciate uh, all of those likes and shares as we build this this podcast out and, and, and are just so encouraged to hear from those that do check in with us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Because remember, if you ain't got the marriage, you ain't got nothing. All right. Thanks. See you again. Bye. You've been listening to Gil and Brenda Stewart with the Restored and Remarried podcast. If you enjoyed today's time together, share it with a friend. And be sure to sign up for Gil and Brenda's free newsletter, subscribe to upcoming podcasts, and learn where they're speaking. It's all on the website, restoredandremarried.com. Connect on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and hashtag restoredandremarried. Plus, they offer one-on-one couples coaching with amazing results. Join the Stewarts next time as they provide more tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. Remember, if you ain't got the marriage, you ain't got nothing.